Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Fit and Fierce podcast. It turns out that this morning I'm having trouble getting my words out. So I just recorded like two minutes and oh god, it was such gobbledygook, it was unreal. So I was like, do you know what, we'll start again, we'll go to it. And then I was like, oh, I'll just like, you know, give you a little heads up that my my uh, words aren't really making sense today and they're not coming out today. And we're just going to go with it because do you know what, we're not perfect. And if I don't do it now, I'll probably just put it off until another time. And also, we'll find that the more we do something, the more comfortable we get doing it. And obviously, I'm quite new to solo podcasting. I feel like I've done quite well. I've put quite a few podcasts out there already. Um, But yeah, but today's episode is going to be all about what we should be focusing on outside of our gym sessions. So regardless on what your goal is, whether your goal is to lose fat, whether it's to build muscle or whether it's just to feel a bit healthier... I think a lot of the time people, when they start a fitness journey, they think that they just need to go to the gym and that's it. Or like they need to go to the gym and they need to eat better. But there's a few other factors that come into play and they all tie in with one another. So what we're going to do is I'm going to run you through them and then you can take them away and put them into action. Um, However, I would like to say that they will only help and benefit you if you do put them into action. Like anything, if we know it, we know it. But if we don't do it, we're not going to see any benefits from it. So we know, I'll start off with the gym. We know that we've got to work out in the gym. So regardless of our goal, like I'm such a huge advocate of lifting weights just because there's so many benefits to it, like physically and mentally. And I think whether, like regardless of what your goal is, we should always be doing it because say for example, like you want to tone up, you want to lose a bit of weight. We want to have that muscle underneath. So then when you do lose that weight, you have that body that you want. If we're trying to build muscle, obviously we're trying to push ourselves in there so we can build as much muscle as possible. And if we're trying to be a bit healthier and fitter, building muscle is not only going to strengthen our muscles and give us like make us stronger, it's going to strengthen our bones and it's going to strengthen our joints and make life easier regardless of where we're at in our journey. So that's one thing that we should be focusing on is like lifting weights in the gym. Another thing is the activity levels we have outside the gym. So when I say activity levels, I don't mean that we need to be doing every activity under the sun. We need to be doing cardio. We need to be doing this, that and the other. But we have to be as active as possible because, yes, it will have a beneficial effect on our cardiovascular system. And also, the more active we are, the more energy we're burning. So I think, like, regardless of what it is, we should all be trying to... And, like... See, this is what this is what I'm on about. My words just are not coming out. It's like my brain has them and my mouth does not want to form them. Um, but I was going to say as well, um, let's take steps, for example. So I think most people who have a coach or most people are aware that there's like a step goal that most people try to hit every single day. Now, if you're hitting less than 5,000 steps a day, that's going to be classed as like a sedentary lifestyle. So when you have a sedentary lifestyle, it means like we've got more risks of like diseases, of things like this coming in. So the more active we are, the more healthier we are going to be naturally just because we are more active. And this isn't saying like you have to go straight in and start hitting like 10,000, 12,000 steps a day. No, if you're somebody who's hitting like 4,000 steps a day, just think, okay, I'll start at like 6,000 steps and then work your way up. Okay, because we want to be able to get consistent at hitting more steps first. And then you've got to think about it like this. If you're hitting 6,000 steps a day and you're still thinking, oh God, that's still nowhere near as like anybody else, you've then got to think, no, but I'm like doing double what I was doing last week or the week before and I'm winning. And that's where the biggest win is going to come. So like you'll get so much more benefit from that first leap that you take 
then the leaps after that. And that is not saying don't take the leaps after that because the leaps after that are still beneficial, but they will not have as much benefit as that first one. It's like, I'm sure I said before, that first gym session, if you go from zero gym sessions to one gym session or like one workout, that is going to be so much more beneficial for you than going from one to two. And that's not to say like it's not better to do two, but the benefits isn't going to be as high as going from none to one. God, that was very hard to say. Um, but yeah, so you want to be having a look at your activity levels within it. Also, you want to be having a look at your sleep. So sleep is when we recover. It's when our body recovers. And when it, it's when it prepares itself for the next morning. It's when it gets ready for the day ahead. And this is where our body can repair and restore our energy levels and make us feel alive for the next day. If we're not getting enough sleep, this can have a knock-on effect to everything else, okay? So if we're not getting enough sleep, we're not going to be able to work out as hard as we would be able to. We're not going to move as much as we would normally. And like, you've got to remember, our brains are super clever, okay? So if you're somebody who's in an energy deficit, like a calorie deficit, you're trying to lose weight, your body is then going to start subconsciously thinking of ways to stop you expending so much energy. So take me, for example, I'm a massive fidgeter. I have always, always fidgeted. And I was in a deficit for a few months. And um, yeah, I just like, and it was only, oh God, see my words, my words are just not coming out. Hold up, I'm gonna fast forward. So I'm now back in a surplus, okay? So my goal at the minute is I'm trying to build muscle. So I'm eating more energy than I'm expending. But my weight hasn't gone up yet because I've noticed I'm fidgeting so much more. I'm literally moving so much more in the day just because I've got all this energy going inside of me. Now, when I'm in a deficit, my body doesn't fidget as much because it's trying to conserve that energy. There we are. If you made it this far, thank you, because I finally got it out there. Um, but yeah, so that's what we have to think about as well. So if we're really tired, our body's going to be like, oh, well, I'm not going to move as much today because I don't have as much energy in me because I'm super tired because of that. So this is going to have a knock on effect to that. It also, when we're more tired, we start craving like foods that are going to give us a really fast energy fix. So let's take carbohydrates, for example. Carbohydrates are our body's main source of energy. And there's two types of carbohydrates. There's one that gives us like a slower release of energy and there's one that gives us a faster release of energy. Now, normally I say like fast release of energy, you want it just before you work out because then you can go into the gym, smash out your session, okay? Slower release of energy is great for like throughout the day. So if we're really tired, our body is going to be craving those carbs that are going to be a faster release of energy. And then, so what that will do is like, that will bring us up and then it'll bring us crashing down like a couple of hours later. Whereas if we had the carbohydrates that were going to give us a slower release of energy, our energy levels would go up a bit more gradually, but then they'd stay up for longer and we'd feel better for it. Okay, so that's next up. Um, and I always feel like when we don't get enough sleep anyway, we just want to keep eating and eating and eating. That's me. Anyway, if I don't get enough sleep, I can literally just graze my way through the day because my body's like, you need food, you need energy, you need this. Um, but yeah, but that's the second one. Then... The next one you should be focusing on is your water intake. So staying hydrated. Um, this is so important for energy levels. I have done another podcast on this already if you want to go check it out. But if we're not drinking enough water, we're going to be depleted in energy stores and we're not going to be able to perform at our best. And I think I said this in the other one as well, but even being dehydrated as little as 2% can cause a decrease in performance. And that's a performance through everything 
in life, not just like in the gym or something. Okay, then the next one we've got is, I didn't want to delve into water too deeply because I have banged on about that in another podcast, so yeah, but just make sure that you are drinking enough water. Um, I would always say like go between like one and a half to three litres of water a day, just because you you kind of know like when you're at your limit anyway, and yes, you probably will pee a lot more and there will be a lot more toilet trips, but think of all those steps you're getting in. Um, but yeah, so the next one is going to be food. Now we know that we have to have a focus on food, but it's not just how much food we're eating that matters. It's like what we're eating within that food. Okay, so we want to be making sure that we're getting enough protein in. Um, This is like the main one for me. So the way that I do my clients, like regardless of if they're in a fat loss phase or if they're wanting to build muscle, I will always give them like a calorie and a protein goal because that way we can only truly see how much they're eating um, and if we're going to be on track to hitting their goals. So we've got calorie goal and we've got a protein goal and then their carbohydrates and their fats kind of, it's personal preference. You don't really need to have such a focus on that, especially if you're just starting out. Um, And then within this, you wanna be making your diet as colorful as possible. So think about all those fruits, all those vegetables, things like this. They're the things that are gonna have like your minerals, your nutrients, and they're gonna essentially like help make you feel better as well, give you more energy. Ideally, we don't really want to be cutting food groups out. Like, we don't have to. Unless you have to for a medical reason, we don't have to because so many people think they have to stop eating carbs or go low carb. But carbs are actually really good for us. They're our body's main source of energy, as I've said. And also, here's something most people don't realise. Well, they might realise it. I don't know. Um, But carbohydrates are found in your fruits and veg. So if you're going low carb, you're literally telling me, or like, if you're saying, like, I don't eat carbs, you're literally telling me that you're not eating any fruits or vegetables. Okay? Um, so start thinking about like what you're putting into your body as well. And I've said this on another podcast, but you always know if you spend a week eating takeaways, you're going to feel pretty shitty and lethargic and sluggish by the end of it. Whereas if you fit, feel, feel, I can't even remember what I just said, but if you spend the week, um, eating like more nutritious meals that are full with like protein, fruit and veg, fiber, carbs, fats, everything that you need, you're going to feel so much better for it. And then the last one that I want to touch on is happiness. So what we've got to realise, if we're not happy, everything is harder in life. Okay, so you'll always find that the happier you are, the easier everything is, whether that's working out, whether it's eating better, whether it's going out and getting your steps in. We are always going to feel better doing something or want to do something more when we're in a better mood, when we're happier. Now, if you are somebody who struggles with this, and you're not sure how to go about it, there is like an exercise you can do. Basically, write down 10 things that make you feel happy, okay? And they don't have to be big extravagant things. They can be like small little things, but write down 10 things that make you feel happy. And then anytime you have a day where you feel like it's a bad day or something like this, get that list out and be like, okay, do you know what? I'm gonna do one of these things today. Because the happier we feel, the easier it is. And if you're in a bad mood all the time or you're upset all the time or feeling sad all the time, everything else is going to seem so much harder. Like you're not really going to cook your meals. You're not really going to go to the gym. You're not really going to want to go outside. You probably just want to stay in your room and just be by yourself. So yeah, I think happiness is so important and it's one that is so overlooked as well. Like I'm so big on the mindset of my clients and I do so much work with them 
on helping to improve their mindset because this can have a massive knock-on effect with everything else. And if we don't work on the mindset around their journey, then their journey probably won't last very long um, and we probably won't get very far with it. But yeah, that is, I'd say they're like the five points that you should be focusing on outside of the gym. Um, if you did need any more help on that, please shoot me a message. You can find me on Instagram at the female tradies coach. Um, or I think you can reply on here, although I'm not sure, but yeah, but if you need any help with that, please shoot me a message. Um, or if you're interested in my coaching, let me know and we can have a chat and there's no pressure at all to sign up to my coaching. If it's not for you, then at least you'll go away with some tips to put into practice and to start seeing results. But yes, that is it for me. Um, Hopefully you enjoyed this and found this useful and I will see you soon.